This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast designed and produced specifically for Florida small business owners and entrepreneurs. Small Biz Florida, talk that works for Florida. This podcast is supported by the Florida SBDC Network, providing the tools, strategies, and expertise to help Florida's business community thrive. Visit the Florida SBDC online at www.floridasbdc.org or contact your local office and get started on your path to success today. This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast and broadcast that's all things business across the state of Florida. I am Tom Kindred, your host for Small Biz Florida, and we have got a big, big announcement anniversary to talk about and discuss today. The SBA, uh, it, it critical uh, component in the the, the nation's small business uh, ecosystem, a critical and important partner for the Florida SBDC. Uh, SBA is 70 years old uh, this month in July. And to talk about the SBA, its role with small business, its history, we've got our very good friends and collaborators and partners. We've got uh, Jonelle Hine, who serves as the director of the North Florida District Office, Jonelle, uh, you uh, are uh, are are familiar with our po- platform here. You've been on a number of times. Uh, welcome back to Small Biz Florida, Janelle. Thank you very much, Tom. Uh, appreciate the time uh, to talk about this uh, important anniversary. Agreed. Uh, looking forward to the conversation. We've also got with us our uh, important partner right here, uh, where we where we uh, come from, which is the Treasure Coast. We've got with us uh, Mr. Malcolm Richards, uh, who serves as the director of the South Florida District Office, uh, which is our partner here along the Treasure Coast. Uh, Malcolm, welcome to Small Biz Florida. Good. Thank you, Tom. And, you know, good morning. And um, I'd like to express my gratitude for inviting us to on your podcast this morning. Hey, listen, this is big news. And uh, as I said, uh, intro in the show, uh, there's really no more important partner to small business owners and operators. And there's certainly no more important partner uh, to the Florida SBDC uh, than the SBA. So I appreciate your time this morning uh, to talk about the 70th anniversary. So uh, let's get right to it. Uh, if you would, both of you, uh, we'll start with Janelle, uh, but uh, just a little bit of your background pathway to your current role as director uh, with the Florida SBA program. Sure, yeah. Um, I started uh, long ago. Uh, we're we're going to speak about our legacy businesses, but I think I'm a legacy employee because I've been with the agency <laughs> 32 years now. Um, wow. My first, my, yeah, my first 30 years was actually in the office that Malcolm's in now, which is our South Florida office. Um, started as a receptionist and kind of worked my way up to now um, getting to lead our team in North Florida, which covers the upper 43 counties in our state, but um, have had, you know, multiple different positions. Uh, the one that I like to stress the most was that I was actually a loan officer in that office in Miami. Um, actually processing loans when we process them locally. Now we're in a centralized um, lending platform, if you will. So we don't get to touch the individual loans anymore. But I, I did always appreciate that experience that I had. Wow. Gosh, Janelle, thank you. Thank you for the service. Wow, that's impressive. Uh, Malcolm, same same question. A little bit of background pathway 
uh, to your role today. Great. Thank you, Tom. Um, I'm the director of the South Florida District Office. I cover the 24, 24 southern counties in Florida. I started my career almost 15 years ago in upstate New York as a branch manager with SBA. Um, I you know, transitioned to New York City District Office as a, a, a supervisory lender relations specialist. And also I was in charge of the economic development specialist team in New York City. I spent a couple of years in New York City District Office, moved to Missouri, Kansas City, Missouri, where I was appointed district director there for about six years. And then I, I made my way to beautiful, sunny Florida, North Florida District Office. Um, and I was there for two years and I had the pleasure of working with my colleague, um, Janelle Hine, for, for almost a year and a half. And last July, I was appointed South Florida District um, Director. Um, prior to SBA, Tom, I came from commercial lending, you know, three major, three of the U.S. largest commercial um, lenders. I did underwriting, you know, business development. And I was in management. So this is a brief overview of my history, you know, professional nice. history. Nice. And again, we appreciate your service and we're glad to have you in South Florida, uh, Malcolm. So 70 years old. Let's talk quickly about the history of the SBA. Um, I guess there was there was a, a congressional act that created the department. Uh, so give us a little bit of uh, the history uh, of the SBA, Janelle. Well, the the SBA was actually formed July 30th of 1953, um, when then President Eisenhower um, uh, did, in fact, uh, sign off on the Small Business Act, which actually gives us um, all of our authority to do what we do for um, not only the Florida business ecosystem, but nationwide for the small business community. So um, it started out as a, a way to kind of um, incorporate multiple programs that had been existing since uh, World War II. And then um, after there was some reconstruction after that, and uh, it, it just kind of created the focus of where we started our mission of helping to aid people, either getting their footprint into, you know, thinking about entrepreneurship, um, helping them grow, and then eventually getting into the disaster programs as well with the recovery that we do. Wow. And I'm, I'm anxious to kind of talk about all that SBA does across the country uh, for small business owners. But let's let's start with, you know, how has the role of the SBA changed uh, in response to to economic challenges? I mean, obviously, the last two decades have really, you know, kind of caught all of us in business off guard, had had a recession that no one saw coming, had, you know, had COVID. We, we didn't see that one coming. Um, I, I'm, I'm got to believe that back in uh, President Eisenhower days, it, it was a little simpler and, and a little more straightforward. Um, you guys are having to really hit some curveballs in the last, uh, you know, couple of decades. How has the role changed? So, um, so Tom, you know, as you know, um, you know, we have evolved as an agency. And I think for SBA, we, I can say we are both adaptive and also reactive. Adaptive in the sense of we feel the pulse of the economy. We feel the pulse of small businesses. 
we exist, our mission is to help small businesses. So as an agency to remain, to stay relevant, we need to feel the pulse. And I think this is because, this is because we are adaptive. We were able during our formation years to, to transition from our, you know, as Janelle mentioned, 1953, you know, formative years and foundational years to the 80s where we expand our programs to uplift underserved communities, minority and women. Um, in the 90s, we were driven by techno technology. We introduced our microloan programs. And of course, you know, those are ways we be became adaptive, you know, feeling the pulse. And like currently, as you know, you know, high high tech, you know, high growth companies, scalable company. So SBA is responding through being adaptive. On the other hand, we are also reactive, as you mentioned, you know, the great, great recession we had in, you know, two, 2007. Thus, we had to enhance some of our programs. And I'm sure you could recall um, SBA limits was was two million per small business, um, you know, business open, and we increase it to five million. We we introduced temporary programs to help with the economy, so we became reactive successfully. So, um, by introducing different programs, pilot programs to keep the economy moving ahead, nice. and recently um, with the pandemic, you know. Um, this was a, a a huge challenge for SBA. First time it was unprecedented. First time SBA had to attend to this, you know, massive undertaking, and we were we were rolling out policies as we were be, being reactive to the changes in the environment. And um, as you know, with our Paycheck Protection Program, our idle shuttered venue. Um, yeah. you know, operating. So those are some of the stuff where we became yeah. reactive, but successfully so. Yeah, no, you're absolutely, those are great examples of those programs did not exist until uh, the disaster kind of uh, came on. So yes, great examples. Um, you know, reflecting on the past 70 years, kind of looking back, I, you know, I, I can't even imagine, we probably can't even uh, come up with a number of the success stories, but just kind of maybe each of you talk about uh, some sort of memorable success story uh, that you had and, and and how did the SBA contribute to the growth and success uh, of that particular business? I would start with, you know, South Florida, George. Um, you know, SBA, we, we have supported numerous, you know, success stories, businesses along the way. Some of the well-known, as you know, like Apple FedEx, we always mention at the national level, they, they received backing from SBA during the early stages of development. And their contribution has been enormous. And many small businesses, we've been connecting them with resources so they become successful stories. But I wanted to kind of highlight one of our um, local businesses in South Florida, Lisa Industries. Um, I see it, you know, as a beacon of hope. Um, it was started by um, George Yap. Um, he's a you know immigrant, and he came. He he set up shop in in um, 
Liberty City, and his his vision was to found to you know to, to, to he founded Lisa from humble beginning, and of course, like any small businesses, you know he faced daunting challenges that often come with you know fled, um, with the challenges the businesses have to undergo. SBA we provide you know he secure financing through SBA, and also we connected him to resources that were available. Um, and this allowed him to become successful. Today, this small venture has expanded, you know, spearheaded now by his son, Andrew. Um, they supply fresh fruits, foods, and products across the southeastern U.S. But their mission wow. transcends, George, more than theirs. You know, revenue and profitability and success. But in the spirit of George's legacy, the company also served the community by hiring, you know, um, formerly incarcerated individuals. They wow. set up in Liberty City. They employed single parents, you know, single parents where society said, hey, you know, there may be challenges, incarcerated folks. So that stand out as right. his legacy of giving back. Um so, you know, this is something I, I see this as a testament to the transformative power of perseverance with George, community engagement and the entrepreneurial spirit, what make, you know, America great and South Florida. So I just want to um, put yeah, it out. Nice. Yeah, great, great, great story. And, and again, engaged and used the resources of SBA. Um, Janelle, give us, a, again, 32 years. I mean, my gosh, I can't imagine... Uh, your list must be, uh, you know, hundreds of pages of of success stories. But kind of hit us with one that that you remember. Well, I, I agree with Malcolm. It, it's been very, very impactful for me to know that some of the stuff that we do, even if it's just a business connection or a resource connection that we can provide that that can put, um, you know, a, a little bit of. Uh, the business back on the right path, if you will. But um, I actually wanted to highlight um, our legacy business for our, our 70th anniversary, which is engineering and computer simulations in Orlando. And it started out as a very small tech company, but has grown um, through the assistance of the SBDC at UCF and SCORE in Orlando um, to be a company that is um, predominantly hiring veterans. Um, they have a big veteran focus for they're hiring and um, they offer training and simulation activities that assist um, the US military wherever they're based. So if, if you wanna go through um, like a 360 totally immersive um, experience without actually having to do it while you're on the battlefield, they are the ones that are creating that type of technology that that helps them. And um, to Malcolm's point, they've, they've had the PPP. They actually were listed in North Florida in 2010 as the national winner of the Small Business of the Year Award. It's our only national winner. So um, great to know that. But they're also um, willing to give back. They have mentorship programs. Um, they're on uh, different boards for simulation companies in, uh, you know, tech is very big at UCF and there's a great right. innovation uh, research uh, incubator there. And so uh, we actually had him, uh, the CEO is Wayman Armstrong. And we had him up for our um, celebration just this last August 10th at the Jumbo Shrimp baseball game. And he got to throw out the first pitch, which was wow. great. They said, said it was cool. a bucket list for him, but we were so happy to highlight him and, and what nice. he's been so. Nice. Um, 
uh, again, great stories. And, and I'll, I'll tell one of my own, just kind of a, a interesting little story, but I had a client on that we were working with, uh, on the broadcast, uh, one, one evening. And, uh, I did not know this, but we're talking about the business challenges of small business. And it was so funny. He just kind of told us on the show he goes, yeah, you know how I got this whole thing started was with an SBA loan. And, you know, it really just, uh, you could just, you could tell he was so appreciative, you know, that there was a mechanism for him to start that business and, uh, very successful. Now his son is running the business here along the treasure coast. So you just, you don't really know to kind of to Malcolm's point, you know, who would have thought, but I, I, of course, I love that old saying where every big business started as a small business. So, so you just never know uh, who really used and leveraged the SBA to start their business. So those, those are great stories. Um, looking ahead, um, how does the SBA uh, stay, uh, you know, stay engaged, uh, continue to, to adapt and evolve uh, to meet Honestly, as you both know, what is ever changing now landscape for small business owners? What what does the vision uh, look like going forward for SBA? Well, right. um, I, the, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Malcolm. Go ahead, Janelle. Sorry. No, I would say that uh, our our vision actually comes from our leadership. Um, our administrator uh, Isabella Guzman has uh, kind of dictated to everybody here at SBA that we need to be adaptive, as as Malcolm says, and reactive. Um, so when we saw things like uh, businesses that weren't able to get the assistance that we rolled out during the pandemic, now our charge, I know here in Florida, has been um, you know kind of hammering away at that financial literacy. How do we make sure that if something happens again next time, you're ready and able right. to do that. But um, she wants us to be more tech savvy. Um, the agency is rolling out a, a couple new platforms that are going to be more of a one-stop shop for our customers. And therefore, they don't have to reach out to several different people within our district or at our program areas to get the, the assistance they need. But I wanted to mention that um, we also did uh, create a partnership called the Small Business Digital Alliance that many businesses don't know about. And um, it was between SBA and Business Forward, which is an advocacy group for small businesses. But they brought in some really big national partners like Amazon and LinkedIn and Google and PayPal and, and Visa even um, to offer tools that are free to the small business community um, nice. as a way to kind of get them to understand that um, leaning into technology can be helpful as long as you have a plan and a strategy for using that technology. Nice. Malcolm, uh, talk about adapting, evolving uh, as we move forward with SBA. Sure. And I think I want to um, you know, dovetail on what my colleague Janelle mentioned about the, you know, technology. We have learned, um, Tom, that during the pandemic, we relied on technology and to be to be effective in reaching the community, especially underserved communities. So, uh, you know, I, I think technology will be the way for us as we move, as we streamline our loan application process, as we how we do business, we need to be adaptive. And as you know, as we rightfully know, the millennials, the young younger generations, they prefer everything to be, they are tech savvy. So this is where, where we need to be um, to reach the community of future entrepreneurs. And as you, as you know, as SBA, we continue to support and expand, you know, um, you know, uh, our space for e-commerce and startups. 
In South Florida, as I mentioned earlier, um, Tom, you know, I read, a, um, is a, I believe, on Forbes magazine where they spoke about Florida, particularly the South, as folks move out of California, where it will become a hotbed for technology and scalable business. So I think, you know, as dist- as Floridians and district officers and my colleague and myself, you know, this is where we need to connect to ensure, and especially, you know, we exist for underserved, you know, communities that cannot obtain program right. elsewhere. Right. So, uh, what advice, uh, what do you tell um, entrepreneurs, uh, aspiring small business owners and operators uh, who are looking to leverage um, the resources and support offered by the SBA? What, what's your advice? Um, how do they how do they get engaged? Well, I, I think we've gotten, again, better at that since the pandemic. Um, a lot of what we were doing pre-pandemic was in-person events. We didn't really go into the virtual space that much. Uh, but I think everyone kind of had to shift and change and adapt um, to what that looks like. And I think our reach is greater now because of that. Um, we're we're signing new SAM agreements. Um, those are strategic alliance memorandums with local nonprofits so that we can cast a wider net and, and get more people into the fold of what it is that we do. Um, we rely, obviously, on our resource partners like the Small Business Development Center and other organizations um, to be that mentoring expert, if you will. I know I know that Malcolm's owned his own small business before. I obviously have not. Um, I grew up around it. My parents have had three small businesses, but um, I, I stay in my SBA lane and I make sure that, you know, I, I don't overstep my bounds to tell someone how to start or operate their business because we have fabulous mentors through our resource partner network right. that that really can can play that role and should play that role. So um, I actually was just at the SCORE National Conference yesterday um, speaking uh, to uh, the entire attendees about how um, SBA can collaborate better with our resource partners. So um, it is something that we're always thinking about and and ways that we can touch um, more people in the community. And and Malcolm, just speak very quickly because it really is such a powerful resource, just sba.gov. Uh, just to go to that site, it, there's just, I, I mean, there are literally uh, probably hundreds of buttons I could push on uh, to access resources, assistance programs, connections. Is that is that true? My, is that correct? Yes, you know, and this is a great way for, you know, small businesses, as as we know, as um, South Florida and, you know, Florida in a whole, um, there's no shortage of um, economic organization and practitioners that can help. Um, but I always encourage small businesses, you know, look at SBA.gov. And we have wonderful resource partners like um, SCORE, like the SBDC, the Women's Business Center and the VBOC. I think, you know, we are the only agency, if I'm not mistaken, who can boast of the strength of our relationship and this one of, if not the strongest network, because I know a lot of organization and in Florida, the state utilizes, um, you know, the SBDC and SCORE. The Women's Business Center, our resource partner. So I will always direct small businesses. You know, we have our um, resource partners who can help with business planning and can provide as a roadmap. But we have a lot of resources in in Florida. It's a hotbed, and as it becomes, you know, very entrepreneurial, I always point folks to our resource partners included also you know apex accelerator even it's a partner not necessarily one of our resource partners but a partner for sba and again i get a i get a pretty regular newsletter 
out of the uh, South Florida district office where multiple trainings uh, are taking place through the SBA. So truly you need to get, if you are a small business owner, operator, entrepreneur, you need to get on that mailing list and, and leverage all those things. And again, it can all start by just visiting sba.gov. Well, the other um, thing also yep, is ahead. that our, our website is available in, uh, I think, 15 different languages as well. Wow. So again, yeah. it doesn't have to be, I mean, you're only looking at the English page. If you wow. are more comfortable in another um, uh, language, then we have that adaptive technology as well. Great, Great to know. Um, all right. So um, here it is, the the, the big the, the finale. Let's So in celebrating 70 years of impact, I mean... What message do you do you want to convey to to the you know to that whole broad community of small business owners and operators about the importance of the SBA and its support and and how they nurture small businesses? I'll say, Tom, as we celebrate our seventieth year, um, you know we have journey with you know countless of small businesses because we understand they're the pillar that keeps our economy you know is the foundation of our economy um is the lifeblood as you know many people say and i i think for you know our small businesses they, they provide you know they are the innovators um they create they push the economy um, forward and as I mentioned in my story uh, story earlier, we had Lisa's Industries and the Yapi Legacy. It's a testament to the transformative power of small businesses, you know, both local and you know national, and the importance and the support that you know those businesses provide to the economy. So, and it showcases you know a small family how the change impacts right. the impact it has add on the community and continue with the, you know, formerly incarcerated. So the ripple effect is so important. So we have resources out there. I was a small business owner, as General mentioned, out for eight years, um, Tom. So I know the challenges and, um, you know, that small businesses face. Yeah. We have sufficient, um, uh, you know, support out there. I always invite folks, you know, visit us. We have the district office. We have our website. We have our resource partners. So let us continue. I will say, you know, we'll champion the spirit of the entrepreneurs. We'll support small businesses and create where dreams can flourish and opportunities can abound. And I always say, you know, together we can build a future where small businesses continue to shape our economy, strengthen our communities, and inspire new generation to come. Nice. Janelle, 32 years. <laughs> You've seen and done it all. Where? Uh, what do you say to a small business about about leveraging these resources and and the work that the SBA's done? Well, I guess what I, what I want them to know is that we're there, like Malcolm said, to help. I mean, um, between our two um, district offices here in the state of Florida, um, over the last five years, I can't go seventy years, but I can go at least five years back and and let you know that in our regular traditional guaranteed loan programs. Um, between the two offices, we've been putting out between two and three billion dollars in loan guarantees each year. Wow! And our okay, let's, hold on. I want to make I want to make sure I heard that right. Yeah, so yeah. Over the last five years, between the two district offices in the state of Florida, you have put out between two and five billion with a B dollars in in capital access for small business owners. 
two and three billion. We're oh, not two and three. Sorry, sorry. Right. Woo, see, I'm glad I repeated that. <laughs> two and three billion uh, dollars in, in but yeah, it is access. Billion wow. with a B, yes. Wow. And uh, and and our contracting dollars are also very strong. Um, the state of Florida, you know, we have certain contracting goals. You know, 23 percent right. goes to small businesses. We have five um, percent that are supposed to go to women-owned businesses. Three percent for our hub zone and our service-disabled veterans. Um, Florida kills those numbers every year. Like we're higher than what that national average and what that national wow. goal is. So between the two districts, again, I think in government contracting to small businesses, we're at more than maybe six to seven billion dollars in contracting. Wow. It's a lot of money, and and we have the resources. I like to think of our agency as a resource connector. Uh, we right. we talk about our resource partners, but. You know, the, the office itself, the district offices can be resource connectors because we if we don't know a program that will work for someone adequately, we know someone that probably has a program that can work. Yeah, I, I again, I just I just encourage folks. It's it, it as 70 years old and I'll still I'm still willing to bet you that there are some small business owners and operators who are not familiar with all that the SBA provides and does. I think when people think of the SBA, they kind of focus on the one the one element. Well, there's SBA loans, but right. I, but there's just so much more and it's so easy to figure it all out. Just go to sba.gov and all you got to do is, is just search around on that site. There are all kinds of resources and assistance programs. And then like Malcolm's pointed out a couple of times, I mean, then it's all the resource partners, SCORE, the women's business, centers, uh, the SBDC, which is which is who we are. And then, as you say, partners with with the the formerly the PTAC, now the APEX program in government contracting. So it really is. It's it's direct support. It's it's collaboration and connections and it's it's resources. I just it's an incredible program that that I think every small business owner and entrepreneur needs to understand and leverage. And um, I can't thank both of you enough for your time this morning to talk about 70 years of, uh, you know, just awesome support for small business. Well, we appreciate you having us on, Tom. I mean, it, anytime that we can get on any kind of platform to let people know, I agree with you. There are still some people that may not know that SBA exists. Right. <laughs> and so anytime we can go and, and let people know that, uh, what is it they say that the the nine words that no one likes to hear is that we're from the government and we're here to help, but it's true. I mean, our offices right, right. are here to help. So, right. um, you know, people don't know what they don't know. Right. So your your tax dollars have already paid for this service. You might as well come in and, 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 right. and get Absolutely. in connection with us and find out all, everything we can help you with. All right. It is uh, Malcolm Richards, who serves as the South Florida District Director. He represents the 24 uh, counties in the bottom half. And it is Jonelle Hine, who is the director of the North Florida District Office for the SBA. And how many counties do you have, Janelle? Was it? 43. 43. Wow. From uh, Orange County up to the Panhandle. Up yeah. to the Panhandle. Um, both of you, I cannot thank you enough for all you do every day. 
thank you, uh, send a thank you to your teams uh, in your district offices for all that they do. Um, there's probably not a week go by that I don't have a conversation with someone from the SBA. Um, we've got our very good friend and collaborator and partner here along the Treasure Coast, uh, Lonnie Koyama, uh, who is with the SBA, and we uh, we count him as one of our critical uh, partners. So again, thank you this morning for your time. Thank you for your years of service to the SBA. Thank you for you and your teams and all you do for Florida's small business community. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. And with that, we will bring to close this birthday celebration. Uh, all we lacked was, I guess, some food and a cake, uh, but it is 70 years of small business service from the SBA, Small Business Administration. Uh, that'll do it for this segment of Small Biz Florida, but you know, stay tuned. There's always more to come. This is Small Biz Florida. This has been Small Biz Florida, created and produced by the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Your host for Small Biz Florida is Tom Kindred. Partners for Small Biz Florida include WPSL and WSTU and Indian River State College named the 2019 winner of the Aspen Prize for Community College Excellence.